0: People, Welcome back to In My Humble Opinion with Rose. We are on to episode 6. And uh, I felt pretty good with the last episode. If you have not watched it yet, I feel like you would benefit in uh, some way if you did. It was about being present and why that is so important to our lives, basically. I don't know, I just left that episode feeling good and feeling in a way replenished with what I shared. And so then this past week after recording the being present episode and why it's so important, I found myself caught up with what could go along with being present. And one of the biggest things that came to mind was self-care. Like, duh, obviously that makes sense because in order to be present, you have to be happy within yourself and give yourself permission to do that. And one of the biggest things that can bring us to being more present and working towards that goal is self-care. For this episode, I wanted to dive a little bit into why self-care is so important and why we should allow ourselves to do that. So with self care, that means taking care of yourself so you can lead a healthier life, whether it is being a better person, or feeling better about yourself, or reducing stress and anxiety. And it's basically just a game changer in all aspects to our physical and mental well-being. And like I said, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with being present because those are the things that bring us back to the now, right? And give us time to focus on that exact moment that we are experiencing. So life being present, self-care also helps a lot with reducing stress and anxiety, especially in this day and age, right? We're constantly keeping up with life. And like I said in the last episode, on the go, 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 and it makes it really difficult to truly unwind and slow life down. With slowing life down, that gives us the opportunity to kind of have a check-in with ourselves with how we're doing in life, how we're feeling about ourselves, the things that are going on around us and how it's affecting us and impacting our lives. And if we can't slow down every now and then, then that anxiety develops and continues to build kind of brick by brick. That creates, whether it's overstimulation or even the smallest, simplest task, can be extremely overwhelming. I know myself, I have experience this on many occasions because reflecting on the last episode, I had mentioned that I'm a people pleaser. I have a hard time saying no because I feel like I am capable and I can handle whatever it is other people throw at me. And that's something that I have allowed in my life and I am working on a lot is saying no to the things that don't benefit me In that moment or bring some sort of light or positivity to my life and so with self-care that can honestly look different at any point in time and different for everyone and there's many different types of self-care and a few of them are there's emotional self-care which is what I had started doing at the beginning of my journey which was self-talk and having check-ins with myself and saying no to things that didn't bring me joy or saying no to the things that added stress to my life and giving myself permission to push that pause button and allowing myself to process things that are impacting my life in a negative way so I can feel those feelings in the moments, which I touched on in the last episode, feeling what you need to feel in the moments rather than shoving them away in a dark corner, hoping that they will never pop their heads up again. That's no way to overcome, and those things that you shoved away will pop up again. And the only right time to process those feelings or those hardships or obstacles is in that moment. So giving yourself and allowing yourself the time to do that, to really process and be present with what you are going through is a form of emotional self-care. And then, of course, there's the physical self-care, which is getting more sleep or doing some form of exercise or even changing up your diet. That's the one that you read about a lot. And then uh, there is the spiritual self-care, which is things like spending time in nature or meditating to ground yourself and kind of reconnect with your environment and your inner well-being. Or there's writing down a gratitude list, which I talk about often because that is very important, finding things that you're grateful for, even if it's just three things every day, it brings so much light into your life, or even journaling, kind of reflecting on your day or your hopes and aspirations for tomorrow, or what your hopes and aspirations are within yourself that you can do differently. And so with those things, it has to be something that brings you joy and fills your inner well. And it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. When I first started learning about self-care a little bit more, I was like, well, isn't self-care like getting massages or going and get pedicures or facials or going on vacations all the time? And it doesn't have to be that. It could just be as simple as, like I said, talking to yourself differently bringing in more positivity into your life, or even just taking a moment to breathe. And ways to start noticing and finding the things that bring you joy is what puts a smile on your face? Or when you do something that you enjoy, does it replenish your energy and kind of bring balance into your life? And if you do have something like that, take note on that and put that into your mind because that's going to be a very important factor into your self-care routine. Once you find that thing that kind of brings you joy incorporating that into your life whether it's every day or once a week or once a month because that is the thing you're going to need to bring some sort of balance and fill your well and then every now and then it's important to kind of reflect on the thing that you were doing to see if it still serves you and if you find yourself more drained about having to do that activity then that's something that you need to uh, reflect on and figure out if that's something that you want to keep doing because it's totally fine to find something new. It doesn't have to be the same thing all the time because I know I cycle through different self-care routines now from the self-talk or the journaling or the gratitudes list or breathing in and taking a moment of silence or one of my biggest Self care routines is going to a dance class and moving, but I don't always have time for that. So, cycling through and just paying attention to what still brings you joy, and if you need to change that up, allowing yourself to do so. And because I'm curious and I like to know other people's perspectives on things, because I feel like perspective is so important in our lives and getting other people's experiences. I went to TikTok and Instagram to see what other people do to fill their well or what sets their soul on fire or what they do for their self-care routines. And I got a few kind of like bullet point answers. So I'm just going to kind of read those off to give you some sort of inspiration. If you're feeling stuck like Rose, I don't have time for that or I don't even know where to start for self-care. Hopefully this kind of triggers something in your life that you can relate to to just kind of give it a give it a shot and see how it affects you and if that doesn't affect you in the way you thought move on to the next thing until you find something that does bring you that joy so the things that were sent to me were reading a book or sitting in silence and breathing taking a bath with your favorite bath bomber oils buy yourself flowers taking a nap doing something crafty, burn candles or essential oils that make your soul happy, go for a drive and blast your feel-good tunes, watch the sunset, treat yourself to something like a pedicure, a massage, or a facial, meditate, a form of movement, whether it's taking a class or having a dance party in the kitchen, and then giving yourself permission to cry out any frustrations. Those are all great self-care routines. Because reading a book, educating yourself, and gaining experience or new knowledge or reading something that gives you that feel-good feeling. And then uh, sitting in silence and breathing. I love that. That's one of my things that I enjoy doing. I mainly get time to do that when I go to sleep and I finally get into bed and I pull covers up. My day is done. I'm not thinking about tomorrow. And... I give myself time to just breathe and take in those nice deep breaths that I emphasized so much in the last episode and how important they are to our existence and our health. So I take those deep breaths and just listen to nothing. And it's so great (laughs) because there's always constant noise, whether it's the chatter in my mind or music going on or toys being banged against and destroyed, or other people talking, there's always something going on, and so just having that silence where there's nothing to me is so glorious, and I value that so much. So I appreciate that response. And then taking a bath with your favorite bath bombs or oils, I feel like that's a huge self-care thing that a lot of people do especially if you do have bathtub for the longest time i didn't have a bathtub because i lived in a little box with my fiance and our son (laughs) and it had a shower that was as big as a like a motorhome shower where you gotta like squeeze in there and you just have enough room to like wash your hair and barely even move and In this new house, I finally have a bathtub, and I have found a few moments since we have been here to utilize it, but I do need to get better at doing that. And then buy yourself flowers, and it doesn't always have to be flowers either. It could be something that makes you happy, like chocolates, or that coffee that you indulge in every now and then, or or that facial mask that feels so good. It's that thing that brings you into your inner happiness and into that moment of feeling that and taking a nap i love that one (laughs) i wish i had more time to do that because naps are a beautiful thing when you're able to whenever my son takes naps i always look at him in jealousy that he's able to do that and just fall asleep and then wake up replenished and ready to go for whatever life has coming at him next so that is awesome if you are able to take a nap doing something crafty something that sparks your imagination and like I keep saying, brings joy into your life. Um burning candles or oils that make your soul happy. I have a diffuser in my living room. So whatever oils that I go and smell and I'm like that's what I need today, I diffuse it. And it makes my day just that much better. Um going for a drive and blasting your feel good music. I love doing that. I used to do that all the time. Especially like in the next one watching the sunset. I was a huge sunset chaser, and I still love sunsets. And I would always blast my music and go find a view where I could look at the sunset and just take it in, all that beauty that nature provides, and just enjoying that moment and that experience. Um, Treating yourself to a pedicure, a massage, or a facial. That is always a good one to do. And then meditating, again, in that silence and kind of turning your mind off is just such a beneficial thing for our mental (laughs) states and forms of movements, having a dance party or taking a class, any forms of movement is such a healing thing even if it's just some sort of groove or going to the gym and exercising and having that positive release of some sort to bring you to that present, to really focus in on what your body is needing and what your body is needing to release any ickiness that is stored up in there. And then giving yourself permission to cry out frustrations. I feel like that's a totally overlooked self-care thing. Like, in my past, I used to think crying was kind of weak, and so I never used to cry. I used to kind of just bottle things up until it exploded, and I would have a borderline mental breakdown, (laughs) and... Now I give myself permission to cry any frustration that I am feeling. And it is such a powerful thing to do for yourself just to release any negativity that you have stored up before it comes out in another form that could be uglier or more destructive to your life or those around you. So doing that every now and then and give yourself permission to do that, that is beautiful. So like how I said my self-care routines, Whether it's taking a dance class or watching the sunset or sitting in silence, those have benefited my life in so many different ways and allowing myself and giving myself the permission because we need to give ourselves the permission to do that. We can come up with so many excuses as to why we don't deserve it or why we don't have time to do that or there's just so many things going on in my life and I don't even know where to start sort of a thing we're allowing that sort of mindset to happen. And so if we're able to alter our mindset, to give ourselves the permission to make ourselves happy so we are able to continue on in a healthier mindset, it is such an important thing to do. I always look back because I haven't had the opportunity to take a class, a dance class, and I'm always reflecting on dancing and how it made me feel and how with dancing, that is the most present that i have ever experienced because i'm not thinking about my hardships i'm not thinking about what i have to do in the future it is just me moving in the ways that i need to move to release whatever it is stored up in my body and i always leave classes feeling so light for a lack of better words. Like I always feel balanced and replenished and my energy just feels different. So that is something that I enjoy doing. And actually, if you follow the podcast on Instagram or TikTok, I plan on sharing some of my dance videos because that's the thing that really sets my soul on fire. And then also something that helped me kind of open my eyes a little bit more to self-care were christmas gifts that were given to me last year i guess others were kind of noticing that i was needing help and that is something that i am really bad at doing is asking for help (laughs) and that is actually a form of self-care is overcoming that internal battle of i have to do it all myself because we don't have to do it all ourselves, and it is okay to ask for help. So my friend Lena gave me a self-care basket for Christmas last year, and she included this book from Tara Schuster. It has a bad word in it, um, but it's By Yourself the Effing Lilies. It is absolutely amazing. I love this book. It has rituals or ways to kind of fix your life and put it on a better path for you because you deserve the best. Then another book that was gifted to me from my friend Sydney was The Extremely Busy Woman's Guide to Self-Care. Do Less, Achieve More, and Live the Life You Want by Suzanne Falter. And so instead of doing a quote today, I want to share some I don't know if they're called passages or I guess a better way to put it is pages from these books (laughs) and I just want to share them and then leave it up to you to kind of reflect and take in what you need to take in because I just want to inspire you to take care of you because you deserve that whether you believe so right now in this moment in time or not. But you truly do need that and you deserve every bit of time that you can get for yourself. So the first page that I'm going to read from is from the By Yourself the Effing Lilies from Tara Schuster. And there are actually a few pages that I kind of like marked through that I just want to read sections of. And so this one's from the chapter, Breathe In, Baby, Breathe In. Life is not a series of crises to be endured. Life is to be enjoyed. And so with this one, it goes, Your whole story is so much richer than any one trauma or obstacle. With practice, you can learn to acknowledge and care for the not-so-great while also holding up what is absolutely stellar. You can dive deep down to the ocean floor of your feelings, find your unknown issues, drag them up to the surface, Hold them to the healing rays of the sun and say, Hey, yes, I own what I've been through. I see it in the clear daylight and I'm not afraid to figure out how it affected me. Now I will get on my yacht of self-care, throw on these chic sunglasses I saved up for because I look like a goddamn movie star in them and relish the life I am living. Because if you don't, then you will let yourself be defined by crisis-to-crisis living missing out on all the joy that is around you, and I know you better than that. You are not just going to give up and let your life, the life you are allowed to love, pass you by. You are a glittering, pulsating star that will shine on all of us. Please illuminate the way. Living the life you want to live is just about the least selfish thing you can do. You know, in those airplane safety videos where there are a mom and a daughter sitting, unrealistically, calmly as oxygen masks deploy from the plane ceiling, and the mom puts the mask on herself first, before her child. Did that ever strike you as strange, that she would take care of herself before her child? It's just like that. You can't help anybody, not even your child, unless you are a healthy yourself unless you can breathe. If you want to be the least selfish version of yourself, if you want to contribute to this world, if you want to be a remarkable person, I recommend you grab that oxygen mask, strap it around your head, and breathe in, baby. Breathe in, because we need you. And the next is from the chapter, if you can play nice with others, play nice with yourself. Do one kind thing for yourself on the daily. And it starts, I have a question for you. How nice are you to yourself? Not to your mom, not to your dad, not to your friends, not to the random stranger in line at the coffee shop who looked like they were having a rough day. So you asked, how's it going? And genuinely wanted to know the answer. How nice are you to yourself? Don't know, let's try a test. Right now, write down 10 things you like about yourself. And then it goes on to say, Did that freak you out? Was your gut reaction, how about instead I throw this book against the wall? Did you think, persistently I feel doomed by my personality and trapped in a cycle of imagining all the things I could have avoided, becoming a terrible person but didn't? Or was it easy? Did you think, just 10? I could go on about how much I love my hair, my laugh, the way... I'm thoughtful about my friends, la la la. Or did you find yourself a little confused thinking, I know it's important to be able to answer this question, and there are things I like about myself, but I'm worried this is a stupid self-centered exercise. And then it goes on to say, if my question made you angry and think only crazy narcissists like themselves, then you really need this chapter. It's going to be painful, but I was once in your position, so trust me. We can get beyond this together. If my question felt easy-peasy lemon breezy, then I bow down to you, goddess. You have done a lot of work already and I admire that you recognize the good in you. This chapter will be fun for you and help sharpen your self-love routine." And then it goes on to say, I smile at strangers, I hold the door open for the person behind me, although it should be noted I feel a spiteful rage when others don't do the same for me, I buy thoughtful gifts for friends, I am nice, and yet I take when other people are not nice to me, a little too much to heart. When a colleague once called me aggressive, I had a total meltdown. I cried at my boss's office as she assured me that not only was I not aggressive, but that maybe one piece of negative feedback wasn't the worst thing in the world. It was an extreme reaction, but I want people to like me so much. There, I said it. Isn't that kind of what we all want though? To feel accepted and liked? When a magazine rejects an essay of mine, I often think, see, who are you to think that you could write? They know better and you suck. When a boy I'm into who I've been seeing four times a week who claims he's so into me suddenly ends things because he's not falling in love with me and he isn't sure he ever will, taking someone else's criticism of me and doubling down on it is not a nice thing to do. The moment I feel an emotional arrow pierce my heart, I do something kind for myself. When my boss says something I perceive to be even vaguely critical, I buy a honeycrisp apple, even though it's a dollar more than the Fuji apple because damn it, I deserve to eat apples I love. With every bite I think I do good work. When an essay of mine gets rejected, I draw a sudsy bath and tell myself it was nice they took the time to send me a pass instead of ignore me. What a sign that I'm actually putting myself out there and moving towards my dreams. When I get spurned by a boy, I buy myself some seriously decadent sushi. The second I feel hurt, I take a loving action and I think, this apple is for you. This bath is to warm you. You are eating this delicious sushi because you deserve it. Every single time you meet her with loving action, you train your body and your mind to think more highly of yourself, and you stop the negative patterns. So again, that was from By Yourself the Effing Lilies by Tara Schuster. And uh, just to touch on really quick, like I've mentioned in previous episodes, The stories you tell yourself and how you talk to yourself impact the life you're going to lead. And that's what I took from those sections, is if you allow your self-talk to be negative, or if you allow those slightly negative things to impact your life in such a greater way, then that is how you're going to continue on in your life. And so with her, she gets those criticisms or she gets rejected when she submits an essay. But instead of talking down to herself and implanting those negative self-talks, she does something to bring herself up and to kind of replenish her inner well so she can continue to have that positive mindset because how you perceive yourself is one of the most important things into self-care and, again, into being more present. And so the next section that I want to read from is from the book The Extremely Busy Woman's Guide to Self-Care by Suzanne Falter. And this one is from chapter 9, Why You May Resist Self-Care. And I wanted to read this chapter because, like I mentioned earlier, we find excuses as to why we should be put last in our, in our own lives or why we don't deserve to take care of ourselves. And she made some really good points in this chapter. And I just want to share that message with you. Because that was something that I struggled with, was not thinking that I deserved it, even though I deserved it more than anyone. Because it is my life and I need to do the things to take care of me in order to take care of others. So it goes, have you ever noticed that we are fatally flawed? Our psyches understand and know the incredible power of self-care to put life back in balance and yet we fight it. We procrastinate, avoid, cancel, deny, and even break appointments with massage therapists at the last minute. Call it a design glitch in the human psyche. I'm just too busy, we cry. And that's where we get stuck. We are too busy, which of course is the problem. Schedules become dangerous weapons in our hands as we compulsively say yes to more and more. Self care falls off the schedule or it gets firmly delegated to the last spot of our to do list. And of course, we never get to it. There are four basic reasons why we avoid self-care. First, somewhere in the subterranean reaches of our minds, we may think we don't deserve it. Long ago, we made a decision that everyone else should come first. Or perhaps you feel on some basic level you haven't given yourself permission for self-care. Perhaps you don't want to take on the feelings that come with slowing down and stopping. Forenic activity is a great place to hide from those realities of life. Realities of grief, loneliness, and even fear. If that's you, you are not alone. Remarkable thing is that no matter how you avoid it, your body will keep on craving self-care. It will never stop reminding you whether this be by brute force or with a gentle whisper. Your body knows what it needs and that would be balance. Without balance in all things, you simply can't live the easeful, abundant life that you were given at birth. Instead, you will suffer. You will struggle and fall. You'll get up again and stagger on for a while but you keep failing in your ability to live a fully actualized life. Something will always be missing for when self-care and the resulting balance are not part of your life plan. Your senses are not fully engaged. Your gifts become dulled. And as more and more distractions pile on, your brain gets somewhat disengaged. And then, well, what's the point? The invitation here is to look within. And that one is so important because if we are disengaged and disconnected from ourselves. We are not being present. We are not experiencing the things that we should be experiencing full-heartedly and full attention in order to prosper in our life. And so those were the sections that I wanted to share with you guys. I highly recommend those books. Um, I will attach Amazon links. So if you want to purchase them, you can because they helped me a lot and I needed those in a time that I was lost within myself and didn't think that I deserved it and wasn't allowing myself or giving myself permission to take care of me. And once I came to that realization, life has gotten so much better. And so my message to you guys is you deserve it because as always, you are beautiful, beautiful people and you deserve the beautiful life that you were put on this earth to pursue. And I just want to share this message to hopefully put some sort of spark in your life. Even if it just sways you a little bit to look into self-care or look into the things that bring you some sort of joy, then This episode served its purpose and I served you the way that I was hoping. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. If you leave here feeling inspired or wanting to look into your life a little bit deeper so you can take care of you, then please leave a rate or a review because it really helps me to continue to share the message to others who might need it as well. I will be sharing some dance videos that were healing for me and uh, in a time that I needed it most put me on a healing journey to get rid of whatever I had built up inside from what I was experiencing in life. So if you want to check those out, that will be on the TikTok and Instagram as well. And I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend and I will talk to you next week. All right, you guys, thank you.